Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Du lytter nå til Sunnmørs Folk, en podcastserie fra Sunnmørs Posten, der du møter mennesker med en historie å fortelle, et brennende engasjement, eller folk vi rett og slett er nysgjerrige på. Skal jeg velkommen til Sundmars Folk. Mitt navn er Elisabeth Solvang, og i dag så har jeg med meg Trisha Botelanglo. Velkommen til det. Thank you. De fleste her i området i alle fall kjenner det som sanger. Du, du er en meritert sanger, og både med Ytre Suløen og andre musikalske konstellasjoner. Og det skal vi snakke om. Og så skal vi snakke litt om livet og alt livet gjør med oss. Og så skal vi snakke litt om engasjement og politikk. Yeah. Ja. <laughs> Men først, Trisha, kanskje du forteller litt om deg selv. For du er rett og slett en amerikansk dame, vokst opp i New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Og hvordan endte du opp i Norge og Sundmøre? Yeah, I um, I started uh, working with Utrecht here in Norway um, 19 years ago. Wow, <laughs> 19 years ago, um, and in 2007, I made the permanent move, and I lived for a, a short time in Bærum, mm-hmm. down south. But I would often come and stay with uh, Jens Arne Molver and Ostjel Molver and their families here in Sunmura. And I discovered that I wanted to be here, not just because this is where the band originated, but also because of the lifestyle and the surroundings. The nature is beautiful. The people are more, <clears throat> more like New Orleans you know, they're friendly and they say hello and good morning and they speak to their neighbors and, you know, a little bit nosy, know what's going on everywhere. So I knew that I wanted to be closer to here. So by mid-2007, I found a place over in Langevågen. Og så etter hvert, du har jo hatt noe å gjøre som musiker og sanger, Eh uh, och så fant du också kärleheten då i i Norge, inte sant? 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, at the end of uh, once I got my my residency here in Norway, uh, at the end of 2007, I met a lovely young man from Stranda, Per Torre Langlo. And we started to date. After the first date, we stayed together all the time after that. He even took me to meet his family for Christmas, two weeks after we started dating. So I kind of knew that one was going to stick. Okay. Yeah, mm. we were, it was, it was just so comfortable and so easy. We were both already grown-ups. You know, he had grown kids and, and we were grown up people and we had done all the running around and foolishness already. And we wanted, both of us wanted somebody to grow old with. Yeah. First of all, we both love music. He loves music. Man, han är inte musiker. He's not, no, he's not a musician. I'm not, not doing that again. <laughs> My first husband was a musician. I'm not doing that again. That's too much ego and, and, and manic behavior in one relationship to have two musicians involved. No, he's like he calls himself. He's a working class hero. <laughs> But we both love music. We both love food from everywhere. We both our homebodies when we when i'm not touring which nowadays is i'm not touring but when i'm not touring we enjoy being at home being sofa squash and <laughs> and and just chatting with each other and planning on the nothing we're going to do men nu är det ju som du sa en speciell period i alla sitt liv med corona och vi vet ju att kulturlivet har haft det vanskligt i den tiden här och kursen har denna perioden varit för dig som sanger? Oh. I've had a, a literally a handful of jobs since February. My last uh, tour was coming back from Tenerife. I got back in Norway the day before they shut things down. And I was like, okay, this shouldn't be so bad. If we just keep everybody just washes their hands and you know just be a little bit careful. That changed dramatically. And two weeks in, then the phone calls canceling. Things started to happen. In one day I had like 22 gigs get canceled. Oj, oj, oj. Yeah, that's like getting punched in the side of the head. It's like, wait a minute, what? And then I started having things canceled, you know, b- back in March. I have started having things canceled for October and November and December. And I was like, this is this is going to last a while. And as I saw, you know, infection rates going up, not it wasn't terrible here, but back in my home country, mm. I was watching things go terribly wrong. And I started to appreciate more and more and more and more how Norway was handling things. Men du Trisha, du har ju kanske en extra grund till att vara lite bekymrad för att få covid. Uh, för du är er född med en immun sjukdom. Yes. Fortell lite om det. I was born with something called PIDS, primary immunodeficiency syndrome. 
And the kind that I have is common variable immunodeficiency. And basically, I was born without a, a proper immune system to be able to fight off infections. And because of that, I've had uh, three unrelated kinds of cancer. I get respiratory infections, and I get uh, infections in, in the stomach and in the intestines very easily. Bacteria is not my friend because I don't have a natural way to, to fight it off. Så har du varit rädd för att få covid-19 under den perioden? Terrified. Terrified for a few reasons. Because I can so easily get sick because a basic cold or influenza with me can turn into something really bad. I became super, super scared about it. And in 2014, I had to have a surgery because the right half melangulf and my lung stopped working on the right side so i had to have surgery to push down the melangulf on the right side get it out of the way and you can function with one lung it's a little bit more difficult with only half melangulf but you can still function it took a while to relearn how to breathe when i sing relearn how to breathe in general so do hard but en lunga yes it, it, and the thing is, is that I had to relearn how to, to sing with that one side working. And COVID is something that affects your breathing. So to think about the fact that I only have half of that system working and for it to be compromised is super scary to me. To hear the horror stories of how people suffer with it. I have friends, musician friends. I have friends from home that have gotten sick. Some have died, but the ones that have gotten sick, their their stories about the struggling to breathe. I know what it's like to struggle to breathe, mm. and that scares me a lot. Dying doesn't scare me. Struggling to breathe while you die scares me. Ja, för du har ju um, alltså du har på något säkert varit nött att tänka på att vi kan dö, att du kan dö flera gånger för det uh, första gången du fick kraft så var du faktiskt bara 19 år, stämmer yes. det? Yes. So and and the thing is when I was 19 they gave me 32 weeks because it was pretty serious. I had uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And it was things were not good. So I prepared myself to not be around very young. Death doesn't scare me for me. It makes me sad for the people that I leave behind because they have to deal with it. Once I'm gone, I'm done. I've never been super religious. I'm extremely spiritual. I believe that there's something bigger than me out there that looks after all of us. I don't give it any particular name. Men känner du att detta som är större än oss på ett eller annat vis har beskyttat dig då? För du har ju fått uh, kraft tre gånger och uh, så har du du är du är you're still around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and the thing is is that I feel like the universe is keeping me here for some special reason. I don't always know what it is. But but it's keeping me here for some special reason to 
bring a little bit of joy to people, make them not take themselves so seriously. I'm eternally silly. I live silly. I am goofy. I keep the mind of a child all the time. I'm in my 50s, and, and I maintain silly and foolishness. I dress up myself and my dog every Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and sit in my house and watch scary movies every Halloween. Even when things are bad, even when, they, like, the situation now. People are losing their jobs. They're, you know, having trouble paying bills. Uh, losing uh, their employment, like with all of the musicians, all the people in the cultural departments. This is terrible. We all know it. We have to acknowledge it, but there's no need to live in it, to dwell in it. Misery loves company. It really does. I can't, I can't let negative drown me. There's so much negative. So I acknowledge the bad and then push past it with silliness, with music, with cooking a lot, <laughs> with pictures of my food, with pictures of my dog, with pictures of the nice set of clouds that I can see from my balcony. You have to temper all of the, the awful that we're constantly hit with every day, you have to temper it with, with a sense of humor and with, with a little bit of joy. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Och du har ju nämnt ett par gånger nu att um, du är glad att jag lagar mat. Um, och det har ju tagit sig upp i den coronatiden har jag intryck av. I vart fall hvis man ser på Facebook- Och du har faktiskt också gett ut en kokbok i den tiden. Ja. Fortell om om detta projekt här. Well, I've always had a love for cooking. And years ago I made like a homemade little cookbook. Printed it up and had it bound and gave it to all of the guys in in Sulern as a Christmas gift. And this was like maybe it was, I think this was maybe in 2006. And I've maintained a food blog called TD Cooks for many years. And I'd post pictures and write out recipes and things like that and post the pictures of my food. And a friend of mine who, who does book layouts and, and helps publishers to do the layouts for books, he sent me a message and he was like, okay, he said, you've been messing around long enough and, and you, you need to come out with a cookbook. I was like, coming out with cook, cookbooks, that's expensive. To come out with an actual physical book is expensive. It's not cheap, especially for food because you need to have nice pictures and 
not just the recipes, because there are some cookbooks that are old that have stood the test of time where it's just the words, no pictures. But these days, people are visual. They want to see what something is going to look like when they make it. So I said, I really, I can't afford to do that. He said, well, we can do an ebook. And I was like, okay. And I kept dragging my feet. So he just went, he was like, okay, I'm tired of waiting on you. He went to my blog and he pulled the pictures and the recipes and he did the layout. And he was like, okay, now upload all of this to Amazon Kindle and start selling it as an ebook. Once you make a little bit money off of it, then you can get some physical books printed up. But I was surprised at the amount of people that were actually interested. So do you have salt? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've sold a few. I'm, I'm hoping at some point to actually, because a lot of people want that physical book in their hand. So I'm hoping to, you know, get it together where I can have physical books printed up. And then I can sell them at my concerts when, <laughs> while I'm singing. Because <laughs> yeah. I've also started to do that before everything went crazy. Uh, the first time I did it was for Molda Jazz. They featured my recipes along with the concerts. So there was a buffet of New Orleans food with all of my recipes. And then me and Sula, we played music together. Well, last year at uh, Copenhagen Jazz Festival, I did an actual cooking demo where I stood up with an audience there and a guitar player sitting there with me. And I made the food, showed them how to make it, and sang a few songs while we were waiting for things to cook. <laughs> and it went over really, really well. And I was supposed to do it again at Bristol Jazz Festival in March ja. of this year. Men det, det är ju ett verkligen unikt koncept. Jag har aldrig satt liksom, sång och ko- um, matlagning kombinerat. See, that, and the thing is, is that that is so New Orleans. One of the ways a, a band can be sure to get folks to come out to a set in New Orleans. Have the music and on the break offer them something to eat. Kanske har New Orleans mat och sunmörsk mat, eller i vart fall mattradition, lite tillfälles med att man vill att det ska vara nog och det ska vara mycket mat till alla och uh, ett sunmörsk kakebord för exempel det ska ju vara allt för mycket så sant? Är det lite sån i New Orleans så? New Orleans everything is excessive. Everything. Food, music, life, we do everything over the top. People in New Orleans, we don't ever want you to be hungry. Mm. Ever. I told my husband before he met my grandmother years ago, before we got married, we drove to New Orleans from Houston. This was after the hurricane and my mom was living in Houston, but my grandmother was still was back in New Orleans at that point. And we drove from Houston to New Orleans. And on the drive, I told my husband, I said, when my grandmother meets meets you, it's going to be two things. How you doing, baby? Are you hungry? <laughs> and he just thought he thought that was just saying that he walked in he shook her hand she said we don't shake hands we hug she gave him a hug and she said how you doing baby was the drive okay he said yeah it was fine thank you are you hungry <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me and smiled we want to feed everybody mm. and we want everybody to have enough mm. so our all of our food is like a sunmering cake table mm. <laughs> <laughs>
har ju um, kanske speciellt under under Trump så har du fått ett lite ansträngt förhåll till hemlandet ditt. och uh, stämmer det att du faktiskt har levererat från ditt amerikanska pass? I still have my American passport. Mm. Until we can do paperwork for my mother to be able to come and live here. I need to hold on to to that passport. Men du har uttalat att du nu är nog liksom du vill inte. Honestly, if I could go if I would go and deliver my my American passport to the embassy tomorrow. Mm. Vad är det som gör att du blir så upprörd? The situation in the United States, the rest of the world is getting to see what as a black person growing up in America we've always seen. The rest of the world is getting to see that ugly underside of America that's always been there. Don't believe for one single second that it stopped and it's bad again. No, it's just public again. Things like the Klan, things like like white supremacist groups, they've always been there, especially in the South. It's always been there. It's just that people before 2016, they were ashamed to let it show in public, that behavior. They have someone now that has let them know that it's okay to be openly racist, to be openly hateful. Och då snackar de om Trump. Yes, absolutely. I don't say his name. I don't say his name because to me it's like like calling up the devil. I don't say his name. He is 45 to me. Uh, he is the number of his presidency and that's it as far as I'm concerned. Um, anyone who continues to support him and still say that, oh, well, I don't agree with, you know, with the, the race stuff with him and... Uh, Yes, you do. If you support him, then you support racism. You support hatred. You support bigotry of people who are 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 in same-sex relationships. You you support all of the hateful things that he stands for. You can't pick and choose which parts of this guy you're supporting. By supporting him, you are supporting hate. Men vad tänker du om de två kandidaterna som ställer till valg i USA nu? Yeah. Det är ju många som säger att det största problemet till demokraterna nu är att kandidaten inte är så god. Vad tänker du om det? Well, it, it's like this. Uh, when, when dealing with politics, no matter where you are in the world, This is not trying to find your true love. This is not trying to find your soulmate. It's trying to pick the person who gets you further, a little bit further out of a hole and an inch or so closer to, to your goal. That's all it is. That's all it is. It is, you're not going to find the perfect candidate. You're not going to find a candidate who's going to do and say every single thing that you want done because that's not realistic. Right now, the American people have to pick 
the person that's going to begin to try to repair the massive amounts of damage that have happened to the country in four years. Och vad syns du har skett med USA i den perioden Trump har suttit nu? America has under this presidency we have lost the trust of world allies. Under this presidency we have lost the respect of reasonable people around the world. We have lost as an American traveling around holding a US passport. You are looked at with annoyance and suspicion by people when they see that American passport because we're kind of all lumped together as a pack of crazy people with a crazy president and you know it's 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 terrible. It's terrible. We have watched race relations, we have watched gender and lifestyle equality. The the strides forward that it made, we've watched it go back 500 steps. We have watched the way that black people are treated in America go back to shortly after slavery. That's that's not a good thing. Men har du märkt det när du har varit i USA de sista åren? Har du märkt att rasismen har ökt, att hållningarna är annorlunda? Like I said, it, the racism has always been there. People just knew how to keep it to themselves and behave accordingly in public. You're entitled to believe whatever you want. How you behave and how you react to the things that you believe are what makes make you either a garbage human being or a decent human being. There are lots of things that I don't like. But there's no reason to go around bashing people for being brown. There's no reason to go around bashing people for being gay. There's definitely no need to bash people for being handicapped or mentally ill. These things are being used to hurt people in America. And it looks scarily familiar to a time that went on in this world not so long ago in the late 1930s through the 1940s a war was fought because of this kind of behavior mm. and so i just see it going back in that direction again and it's terrifying ja du ser historiska paralleller till det som sker nu i also can see a civil war happening again in america Du fryktar rätt och sätt yes. borgarkrig. Yeah, I, I, I can... His supporters, these militias, which I still can't wrap my head around this whole pack of foolishness, they are preparing. He is encouraging them to cause problems if he loses. The people who don't want him there may cause problems if he wins. 
whatever the outcome, there's going to be problems in America, big problems that are going to take a long time to fix. Sitting over here in Norway, watching what's happening in America is honestly like watching Rome burn. Du, Trisha, du har ju då, du är politiskt engagerad, du är engagerad i Black Lives Matter, du har stått på rådhusplatsen i Ålesund och ja. <laughs> visste det. Um, uh, I Norge um, märker du rasism här? Har du någon gång märkt det? You know, I... I, I I spoke about this to a friend of mine. There's racism everywhere, everywhere. From and 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 not just uh from from non uh non-black people, but also from black and brown people. There's racism on both sides. I have never been directly confronted to my face with racism in Norway. Only because I think people are too polite. I am outspoken when I feel disrespected. I have survived too much to be disrespected. So I'm I'm absolutely vocal. Ja. Och lite tillbaka till det överlever som vi snackade om i sted så du vill absolut inte få covid-19 på grund av hälsa och slike ting. Är du rädd för att eh jobban din skal uh, ikke være der når alt det er over, eller tror du at det ordner seg? I think people will need it even more. I think people will need the music and the theater and the joy and the comedy. I think they're going to need it even more after all of this. Because the world has kind of made a poo right now. Everything, you know? Everything is kind of made a poo right now. Major, you know, major clubs and things where we performed and theaters are, are shutting down and and yeah it's kind of made a poo right now so i think that when there's finally a vaccine a real vaccine <laughs> that that where they can make us safe again people are going to need the arts so much they're realizing how much now since it's not there they're realizing what it meant. I think that's good for us also. When people are finally realizing, "Oh, I can't go and see this play. Oh, I can't go and hear some music." You know, they're they're feeling it. Mm. Och med det så säger jag tusen tack till Trisha för att du kom hit till Sundmors folk. Du kan höra Sundmors folk på dig flott när du lika och hör podcast på. Och tusen tack till det. Och var hygglig. Mm. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.